Hello and welcome to Onesies, a podcast of one season wonders and blunders. My name's Andrew. My name's Emily. And we are discussing the 1990 epic Dracula the series. Um, we are on episode nine, Mind Over Matter, uh, which which involves psychics. Um, <sighs> oh, do you have uh, do you have three things? Sure. Or just a sigh. Just a disgusted <laughs> sigh. Um, I have a question about the opening scene because I couldn't quite hear it, and I didn't even try to put subtitles on. Uh, my my first thing is roller derby question mark. Um, and then I want to talk about telepathy and uh banicula origin story okay (laughs) so banicula will not be one of mine um let's see here luxembourgish will be my one of mine um force lightning and sorry somebody's somebody's making dance moves right now and it's confusing me um uh, just i guess pig gustav uh, <laughs> okay but that's pretty close to uh it's in the same thing as our luxembourgish okay so we open on scenic luxembourg luxembourg the la roche and ardine castle a ruined medieval castle near La Roche in Ardine, in the province of Luxembourg, Wallonia, Belgium. I know that because they either say it or there's a sign later, so I was able to Google it. You Googled it. Good for you. But it is the kids out biking again on their so, goonies. And they're having a conversation, and maybe it's just the episode... Uh, the quality of the episode that we're watching. I mean, the quality of the actual thing that we're watching. I couldn't really understand what they were talking about, but Chris and Max are describing roller derby to Sophie, I think. Um, Except he says like, it's a bunch of sexy babes roller skating around, beating each other up. And, and I'm not saying that roller derby players are not sexy. um, But, I wouldn't think they would be sexy to a 15, 16-year-old kid. We've got to remember this is from 1990. So it is entirely possible that the glamorous ladies of wrestling also did roller derby or something like that, right? Fair, like, fair enough. And then Max talks about a tractor pull. Oh, that was the thing that I missed, the tractor and pull. S- and Sophie, who's wearing her pajamas out for the day. No, it's a matching denim outfit. It's a matching denim outfit. I'm not going to comment on how nice it looks or not. Max has a matching denim outfit later, too. A lot of denim. Is he wearing it during this scene? He might yes, be. Yes, he is. He's wearing the jean jacket and jean shorts. Um, okay, so yes, uh, she can't understand why they watch these things and they t- call her a silly European girl or whatever, but they've just arrived at this medieval castle, which I assume is the same ruins they shot in before, but Could a different be. angle. Yeah. And Max is out scouting for vampire hiding places yeah. because even though vampires are real, even though they've successfully hunted vampires, they still treat it like, 
after school playtime. Yeah. Which is weird. And he wanders into this castle and in the middle of this big empty room, first of all, he's destroying some historical site. He walks in and pushes the wooden door off the hinges and it falls down. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Seemingly nobody has ever seen these ruins before or he thinks this is where it jumps off ship right away for me. He thinks that nobody's ever been there before, that nobody's ever seen it before. Clearly, he has just discovered the lair of a vampire. And this coffin is just in the middle of this room, the middle of this big room that is apparently visible from the road that they were riding their bike on because they just went right over to it. And nobody else has seen this before. Immediately, this doesn't track realistically in my mind. But they have a discussion about who it belongs to, and they think it belongs to Vlad the Impaler, i.e. Dracula. So the thought of Jordy Johnson as a, a 15th century warlord is a, is one heck of a one heck of a thought. But yes, so Max Townsend, fearless vampire hunter, yeah. is going to destroy Dracula forever because he's found his resting place. He will be famous. Okay. And Sophie, this is Sophie adds in some lore. Whoever finds Dracula's lair can destroy Dracula with no problems. And yeah, there's a little bit of revelation there with uh, the lore. For some reason, I don't think it's going to be important, but this episode does have a lot of continuity, I'll turn out. Uh, but first, we cut to, I think it's the credits, right? And then we cut to the TV show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the TV show is Mind Over Matter with Cleo Cooper. She has on a guest star. The guest star is psychic Lana, Lana Zorro, as in Zorro with a Z and a K. Um, so Lana is there with her husband, Lane, Lane Zorro. I have written down Lana and Lane, question mark, blech. <laughs> It's my only note. Uh, Lana is some um, stereotype out of a 40s musical. I mean, she's essentially, uh, what's that character from Sound of, uh, not Sound of Music, Jesus, um, from Singing in the Rain. Uh, I can't stand it. The one who who doesn't make the transition to talkies because she has a terrible speaking voice. She's essentially that character. Um, maybe a little less. Maybe a little less, but... She's obnoxious. Um, her husband is going to be on the show with her for some reason. Yeah. I guess they have a partnership. And whenever she goes out, he collects the information. You know, he does the cold reads and stuff and collects the information from people attending her shows and uh, gives her her magical powers. But they have, there's a little bit of tension between the two of them, too. Yes. And then one of them is complaining the guest, the other guest isn't there for the rehearsal, but in walks Gustav with his hair slicked back, looking good. And this is where we establish nobody knows what his last name is. They call him uh, Hessling. Yeah, this is going to be a running gag throughout the thing. Uh, very not funny. Hessling, Hessing, they keep Hensling. Hensling. Yeah. They keep mispronouncing his name. Um, and uh, th- th- this is something that also runs throughout. He's got he's gotten into a car accident 
or something on his car broke and he says what it is, but I don't care. It doesn't really matter. So he's fixed it, but he's been injured. So he's got like, he's got gunk all over his face and he's got what looks like two shave scars on his face with tissue, which is really gross. Um, And that comes back later too. That's why I wanted to mention it now because it's even more gross later because it's unnecessary, but continuity, I guess. Um, the, uh, psychic and her husband, the psychic is, uh, <laughs> not happy when, hel- uh, Uncle Gustav is skeptical of her powers and storms off the stage. Her husband stays to try to make amends, um, but Leading gets- him to stutter. Yes. Which I believe is the second time we've had a stuttering character on the show. Actor's choice. That's okay. the qual- that's the that's the level of acting we have going on here, and uh, that's, uh, that's actually what I say about uh, that one movie too. Ooh, zig, zig. It, it's not in the script. It must have been an actor's choice or something <clears throat> developed. Whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> aside, and. Um, Helsing is very proud of himself for kind of tearing this woman a new asshole and pissing her off. Um, but he's all also pissed off the, uh, Cooper, Miss Cooper, Chloe? Cleo. Cleo. Close. Um, by insisting that television makes her look fatter. What's even, um... That was so gross. Well, even before that, she's like clearly taller than him. Oh, yeah. And it almost seemed like at the beginning of the scene, she was going to be like coming on to him or something. She's like, I need to talk to you about. And he's like, you look fat on TV or something. And she's like, never mind. And I was yeah, like, oh, God. She kind of storms away. And yeah. he's like, I meant it as a compliment. Compliment? Because I'm a pig. What? What? Okay. Boys and girls, if you've never lived in the world and had any interactions with human beings, that is something you don't say to anybody ever. <laughs> if this show can, if you can take anything away from the show, it's that you never comp- compliment somebody's looks by telling them they look fatter on TV. Um. So then, yeah. Then we have Lana and Lane arguing some more in the and, in the green room or in the yes. dressing room whatever and she tells him to dig up some dirt on helsing and he's like you mean hensling but she has a ah. reputation she needs the help and he's like if you had a if you really were psychic you wouldn't need the help and she's like i just can't turn it on and off can i okay so now we cut back to the house where the kids are doing their research or more like Sophie's doing all the work and the boys are sitting around <laughs> putting their toys together. <sighs> all right. And she has discovered that the castle, the last person to visit the castle was a Transylvanian nobleman. Um, I don't know At where you point. find that information. Were there society pages? In the archive. Were there society um, pages back then? We didn't talk about Luxembourgish. I'm sorry. Everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yes. So at the talk show, I was like, okay, it's a talk show on Luxembourg TV. What language do they speak in Luxembourg? French and German it, and Dutch. And what dialect? Or No, Luxembourgish is a language. Oh, is it? Oh, according to my quick Googling, but certainly not English. Certainly not 
Yeah. Canadian English. It's funny um, how everybody is speaks English on the show, even though they're in this. Yeah, we haven't had a single person not speak English. Like we haven't even had that gag where the kids can't You haven't even heard like passers by. No. They can't afford those microphones. Um okay, so yes. So visiting Transylvania uh royalty or whatever. Sophie wants to tell Uncle Gustav, and the boys are like, no, we'll do it. We can take care of this. We'll give them the old wooden stake. And then think Chris says, we get the chance to be real heroes. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And Gustav comes down. He's like, okay, kids, I'm off to the, I'm off to the TV studio. Don't get, don't get pregnant, Sophie. (laughs) Um, He's got his slicked back hair. He's got, he's ready to do cool, logical debate. Here's the thing is that, Gustav's an old crank who can only exist because of the social safe post-World War II social safety net in Europe. Like this guy has no, nothing going for him. It's incredible that he would be on TV to debate anyone. It's like the amazing Randy, right? Like you can't have him on stage with somebody because he'll just annihilate them. Oh, yes, this is what I was hoping you'd already seen it for, so I could tell you. Ah. See you in television land. <sighs> Cut to Dracula. Luke oh, and he's preparing a potion, maybe? I knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> I thought he was cooking for someone. I didn't know it was going to be popcorn. He's putting oil and salt on popcorn, which he can't eat, but does, even though... there's no other vampire lore that allows people to eat unless they like throw it up. I don't know about Twilight. You tell me about Twilight. I I, haven't seen it. uh, What does Jacob do in Twilight? I don't know what Jacob is. He's the, he's not the vampire though, right? Isn't he the werewolf? I thought he was the vampire. I can't remember anymore. Team Jacob and team. Yeah, that really worked out for all those people. I watched uh, the... I watched the riff tracks and uh, that wasn't even worth watching. Like it wasn't even worth watching with riff tracks. They couldn't make it funny. No. Um, Okay. So we cut to TV. Okay. So yes. Um, Lucard's going to watch TV in his, you know, castle. And we've never seen this room before, but it's like kitchen slash living area. He's got a very tasteful, sharper image chair, yep. but then he's got a shitty CRT TV. Oh, my he God. the shittiest, whatever the, um, whatever the, I don't know, what, like, imagine a big box store, but it's in Canada, and this is the generic TV they sold. Yeah, like, 36 inches, it's about five feet off the ground. And when they do the playback on it, you can see the rest of the frame pause so they can do the frame back playback. It is atrocious. It's so funny. Oh my God. Bad it is. Okay. (laughs) So we get, you know, Cleo talk, I guess is the name of the show. And so he's watching the show. He makes fun of them getting in Helsing's name wrong. He makes fun of the tie that, Gustav picked out that the kids like didn't pay any attention to when he put it on. Right. We miss that because who gives a shit? Uh, Okay. And here's where we get some more of the humor. 
Gustav is going to refer to everybody by the wrong name too, intentionally. Intentionally. We think. But Gustav's also a jackass, so who knows? I think he does do it intentionally, especially with Cleo, because there's just a pause that's just long enough. You can tell he's trying to think of a different name for Cooper. Like, he calls her what? Grouper? And Grouper's a fish, which I think is kind of funny. Um, But at the same time, it's like, sir, you insulted her and told her she looks fat on TV. You're giving her an eating disorder. I don't think you also need to mispronounce her name. But... Right. (laughs) Alack and alas. Um, And... Okay. And... uh, but Miss Lana decides that she's going to test her psychic abilities on Gustav and she starts telling him things about his life and it's thing some of the things we know to be true. He has a great love for schnitzel. Well, that was the first thing. But then he had a severe trauma as a boy. Something happened to his father. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, what happened to him? Yeah. He has a love for an old girlfriend. And I'm just like, so he's, what, 60% of men, like straight men? But, but we know it to be true from the show. We know it. I, I forgot about that, ah. actually. But then she brings up his son. Yeah. And he goes, stop that. And then Cleo says, do you wish to dispute these statements? And he says, no, please excuse me. And he runs off. And Dracula's like, well, that's bullshit. I barely touched my popcorn. And he zaps the TV off. Yes. Okay. So then we cut to the kids getting to the castle. And Sophie's like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, when does, if Dracula... Why would Dracula be here at night? Yeah. And Max is like, he's, or something about being there during the day. And she's like, that doesn't make any sense because he he manages a multi-billion dollar empire. Right. And Max is like, shut up, you're a girl. Um, We're going to do this. But then we cut to Clea, or Lana, psychic Lana, explaining that Lane didn't help her at all. She got all this stuff out of thin air. Thin air. But then she gets a psychic message from Dracula, who thanks her for her service. And she has proved her value and power. And he wants her to come to him so she can be part of his family. And uh, this is the first instance of telepathy on this show. I feel like telepathy is in the Dracula it is, but he's been using, he used his cell phone. Remember <laughs> with the ex-girl, with the girlfriend, he yeah. just called her. But yeah, but, now he's using telepathy. But now he's using telepathy. Um, clever, I thought, but it would have been more clever if we had seen it being used before. But then I guess it would have given away her, her psychic powers, right? Um, I was kind of surprised by it. By it. Um, yeah, sorry. I, was but, I mean, it makes sense. Um narratively but it also sort of it betrays the you know the potential to show that this show really could just be dracula fucking with gustav and the kids yeah. all the time and yeah. that'd be hilarious it would be but great it never is no but they don't do that no oh god the fedora oh my god yes i didn't write it down oh my god yes i i in my mind it was like this is harry anderson baby this is this kid could play Harry Anderson's kid. 
He could. So we, <laughs> we're jumping around a little. I don't Sorry. think that Sophie was making fun of it. No, I was jumping around. I don't think she was making fun of him in the castle. I think she was making fun of him at home. I think so, too. Yeah. They don't go back to the castle until they're on their night shift, right? Yes. Or whatever. Because first it's going to be Max in his fedora and his shorty shorts. <laughs> and he wants to go do first shift. And when Chris doesn't want him to do it, he's like, I'm a kid. You want me to stay out late? Um, Chris is wearing a very 1990s shirt as well. Like the, I didn't notice it. It's just a very 19... Like, I was like, oh, God, did I have that? And I was like, Probably. well, I was 12 and I wasn't on TV. So it was better. <laughs> um, we don't need to talk about 90s fashion. So, especially mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we will be talking about my fashion a little bit later in the show today, oh. folks. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, something about first dibs on food when he gets back or something. He took a piece of cake. Um, so, oh, he's, using, he's using it as an excuse to take first dibs on all the food because i'm going out first i'm risking my life first okay let's pause a moment and tell everyone that anecdote about how you were telling me you were talking to people were talking to you about modern tv and you just didn't have any context for the conversation oh yeah somebody was talking to me about ted lasso and And uh, (laughs) and i had to what i what i've had to do because i don't watch a lot of popular things what i've had to do is try to stop myself from being like from coming across as being snobby. <laughs> and so what I've done is just like turned it around and I'm just like, I'm just out of touch. I'm just out of touch. I don't know. I So when I responded with, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, and then Andrew suggested that I, I come up with some uh, Dracula, the series references to make in, in, in the stead of Ted Lasso or the office or whatever the fuck people are watching specifically that you tell people that the only shows you watch are ones where that you wish the children would be murdered. Yeah. By one of like the other characters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then they're like, uh oh, Gustav sees us. Is he gonna stop us? Does he wonder why I'm wearing a fedora and shorty shorts? God. This is show is show. I was fun. like half expecting like a magic trick or. Well, it's just also fucked up because remember the episode where he was like running around town in his shorty shorts with grown men following him, and he was yeah. like, "This is what I do." Yeah, like what? What is this show? Um, okay, but Gustav is too preoccupied because he is quote unquote meditating over his TV experience, and I'm just like. Do you mean ruminating? Did they not have thesauruses in Canada in 1990? Like, or not even. Maybe maybe not in that writer's room. Maybe not in that writer's room. (laughs) But I'm like, you're not meditating. You're moping. Um, Okay. And then Gustav goes, well, it was kind of you kids not to say anything. Now, that means Gustav thought they were watching. Which means he should have come home and said, hey, guys, it was really weird that you found out I had a son on TV. It's Klaus. He's locked in a crypt like we were going to do to your mom. The end. But no, the kids instead. They lie about having watched it and talk about how great he did. (laughs) It went exactly as I predicted. 
I've never enjoyed anything more, and it was very funny. To which Gustav responds, what a sympathetic bunch. Yeah. Okay. Cut to the ruins. Max and his little Walkman. And his fedora. And his fedora. And he's got a comic book he's reading. And this is all location shooting, so it's a different shitty video camera than the rest of the show. So it's like... You thought Alan Eastman was bad at shooting on a set. Alan Eastman's worse shooting on location. But then it starts getting dark, which I don't think is going to make any sense, but maybe it does. And he sees a guy in a cape with a torch heading into the room. Yes. And so he goes in and oh, he gets the other two. The other two are there by the time he goes in because they Somehow. make a joke... Somehow they make a joke about Dracula sleeping with a nightlight and then it's time to stake him. But Max doesn't want to do it because he's just a kid. And I'm like, you want to be Max Vampire Hunter. Hasn't he directly resulted in the death of a vampire at some point in the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, the the sexy lady who he was having dates with or she lived in the end. Did she? But oh, yeah. No, yeah. her boyfriend, though, didn't. He did, yeah, he didn't know. No, he lived, too, because she drove him away in the hearse, right? That was that. Oh, I guess. Whatever. But yes, he's been around a lot of death. He's already yeah. scarred. If he wasn't already scarred for being a, uh, I mean, Max is what, like 12? So he was born in 19, in the continuity of the show, he's a 19, he was born in 1978 in Philadelphia as a white cis man. He's he voted for Trump, just saying it. But he couldn't because he's Canadian. So he voted for <laughs> uh what's his name? Those two fucking idiot brothers who like campaign on I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a really bad job at bankrupt Toronto. Oh, not Stephen like, Harper not Stephen Harper. Now uh I think one of them looks like Ford, Doug Ford, right? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, looks like Boris Johnson. My husband's Anyways. the Canadian studies guy. He would know. How can you not? How can he not be watching this with you then? Because this is. I don't know. Somehow, somehow he. This is very much about Canadian culture. Somehow he escapes it. I don't know. Because they want to be American. So Maybe bad. he's watching okay. it secret, secretly. <sighs> okay. So then. No, not Cleo. Lana. Lana. Comes in. And they go, who are you, a vampire? And she goes, no, this is the real world. I'm a... Hold on. Can I do the... Oh, don't even. Hold on. New Jersey. This is the real world, kids. I'm a psychic. (laughs) Okay. So, theoretically, Gustav knew vampires had telepathy. Yes. Which would also mean that people could have it. Yes. So why is he so sure she's not a fucking psychic? Especially when, in a few minutes, Dracula's going to imply she consults with prime ministers and presidents. Because he, um, I think he doesn't like people using their powers for commercial gain. At some point, he... That's true, he did He, he did say, say that. And so he sees her on TV doing it, and she's just another person trying to make money by cold reading and and doing all of these tricks that these people on tv do um but he and he does say at that point too like this is a real thing and it should not be taken lightly 
So when I see people doing it, using their powers this way, I don't like it. Um, okay. So when do we get to the fucking letter? Okay. In a little bit. But first, she was drawn there. She keeps cracking jokes about how this is the real world. I'm a psychic. You know, there are no vampires, but I am a psychic. And it's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you ever the, I, like something about Mia Kirshner's performance in this one was just like, I fucking hate this so much. Yeah. I fucking hate this so much. Um, she had to do a commentary podcast on this. <laughs> I'll reach out to her people. You, you should reach out to her people. You're, you're kind of you're pretty legit this week. You should uh, you should uh, throw throw my mom's name around. <laughs> my new mom. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. Uh, uh, okay. Dracula shows up and is like I don't know. They're explaining what they think's going on. And Dracula's like, wrong again, Maximilian. You have a positive genius for getting things wrong. And it's like, good, can you kill him now? Yeah, no shit. To which Dracula empties the bag of, or he he threw out, he throws down their backpack because Max and Chris and Sophie left the backpack of vampire hunting tools outside. Because they're smart. Because they're Uh. smart kids. Um, and also, he explains that he left this particular um, scene set to distract people. Yes, it's a, it's a, and, and in the and it's 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 all just a distraction. It's a decoy to snare busybodies. Yes, um, which is the nicest thing you could call those kids. Yeah. Um, it's a decoy to snare reject goonies. Um, <laughs> okay, so then what's her face wants to leave? Lana. Lana wants to leave. Dracula doesn't let her leave because he wants a psychic on staff. Mm-hmm. So this is something the show has sort of forgotten about. We're about to get to some fucking nonsense amount of continuity in a second but this was actually vaguely interesting at the beginning of the show that dracula lucard was turning key people into vampires and they would be on his staff so he would have the scientists on his staff as vampires and now he wants a psychic for his staff this has not been a thing since really the pilot and then one other episode, he turned the boffin, the boffin. He turned that other set. Yeah. But otherwise, it has not really been a thing. And so, and and um, when you had meant you had just mentioned it, he he mentions her having consulted with politicians and and powerful people, right? So presumably, he would use that her knowledge, heighten her abilities. And be able to control these politicians and these powerful people to his advantage. This is 1990. So the presidents she would have been consulting with were Ronald Reagan, who was had even more mental impairments than usual. 1990? It would have been Bush. Bush. But but presidents, he was poor. I mean, Gerald previous Ford, previous presidents, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you know, Reagan and 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 Bush won, and then Prime Minister Zoe, maybe Theresa, no, not Theresa May. What was the name of that awful one? Oh yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, what's her she face? Doesn't, the one she that, doesn't deserve to be mentioned. Though there are those great memes about 
with the British people talking about how great it is. She's fucking dead. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, celebrate shitty people's deaths folks that's what we're saying i remember when reagan um, died i was in chicago we had a we had a beer and we had a salute and we fucking cheered his death that was great sorry outside i don't remember when reagan died 2003 or 4 really did he yeah. live that long yeah evil never dies folks um okay so then we cut to the house where gustav is writing a letter to anna who previously guest starred, yeah. she was brainwashed by Dracula into betraying him, but now he is writing to her about his big sads. Okay, cut to the action scene, because this is how we're doing it, because it's Dracula. Uh, they tell Chris to stake Dracula, so he runs at him, and Dracula force lightnings him away. But the best part... We get a shot of Chris being thrown back by the Force Lightning. Yep. By thrown back, I mean Chris is running away from the camera, and they drew the Force Lightning over him. It is very clearly running away from the camera. It's bad even for this show. Yeah, it's really, really bad. All right. So now they're like, wait a second. Somebody came in here tonight, though. Dracula, who's in that coffin? And Dracula's like, no one is going to leave this room alive. And I was like, thank God kill them. <laughs> just fucking kill them. Oh, just eat them. He like, made oh. you so hopeful. Just, just I just I just want to watch you take a literal bite out of that kid's neck. Oh, <laughs> so good. So good. But he's like, no, dude, like, no, there's nobody in the coffin. But then the coffin opens. So we, dun, cut dun, dun. so we cut back to the uh, Gustav oh. writing his letter. Yeah. Where he's like, how did that fraud know about you, Anna? And how did how did he know about, or did she know about Klaus, my sweet son? And then he starts writing, Gustav, help to the ruins. And there's a, and there's a cut scene to uh, Lana sort of, making her head shake a little bit and um you you hear her voice writing yes. these writing saying these words that that gustav is writing on the paper so she is using her powers to get him to come yep to, uh, to do automatic writing which is fucking cool um the only cool thing is that they they did a little bit of work about psychic abilities and and added and added something kind of cool but that's why he had to be writing that long letter <laughs> yep that explains that <sighs> okay coffin in the coffin is lane dressed up as a vampire he thought he heard Looking his wife very much like canada joe as his vampire and kind of acting like it too he he's 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 taking himself a little seriously um but kind of a doofus and it, i think it's supposed to be funny but it it just seems like a a, a sketch from fucking Laugh-In. Like, it's this whole interaction between the two of them is just like a scene from Laugh-In or something. Like, it's so bad. Okay. Oh, we've got a little bit of uh, homophobia coming up here, too. Oh, yeah. But, but first, he says, I thought I heard your melodious voice talking mm -hmm. about Lana. So the joke is, she's got an annoying New Jersey accent. And he even hates it. Yes. So then he explains that last week he was bitten by a vampire. 
He is no longer going to be her underling. He is now in charge. Yeah. He's more powerful than everybody in that room. Yeah. And Alexander Lucard takes uh, umbrage with that. <laughs> but everybody looks at Lucard oh, and he right. says he was bitten by a vampire, to which Lucard says, he's not my type, which is problematic. But not, it's not necessarily. You can have a type and not be problematic. He has turned Klaus into a vampire. He has turned other men into vampires and a, a few women. So I don't know. It's not necessarily problematic. I don't think I don't think Lane is worse looking than that guy in the bow tie from the Bothan. Yeah, but the bo- but that he needed him. Oh, so you're saying that Lucard's he doesn't want any dummies? Is that but he's taking all right, fine. It Lucard can turn whoever he wants. Damn right he can. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. So then he's like, they start fanging out and hissing and growling. Or no, they fang out, Dracula growls, and Lane does a little hiss. Yeah. And then Dracula picks him up, and Lane goes, I'm a vampire, you can't kill me. And the card goes, I beg to differ, taking a stake. Now, at this point, I was like, oh, so he is actually a vampire. Like... Until this point, there was no reason this guy has to be a vampire. Right, right. It could be he's just trying to add some spice to the marriage. (laughs) But then he's going to transform into a bat. But he transforms into a bunny rabbit. Oh, it's so stupid. To which... I assume is where you made your binicula note as well. Um, it was actually closer to when they were leaving and saying oh, yes. goodbye to it. And I was like, so this this rabbit is now just gonna be a vampire rabbit hanging out. But he can transform back. Yeah. Presumably, or not, who knows? Also, Binicula was a bad guy. That's another thing to remember. I don't know if that's changed in any of the sequels, but Binicula was a villain. I have not read Binicula in a very long time. James Howe. Go to your local library. So then Dracula's like, oh, fucking bunny, I'm going to kill you all. And I'm like, thank God. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Kill them. But then Gustav comes in with a cross and is able to save the day with a single cross. Yeah. And Dracula's like, monotonous Mr. Hessling. And it's like, zing. Yeah. And then Gustav tells Lana that message received and understood. They and. they give each other, there's a little bit of mutual admiration going mm-hmm. on. Um, and they leave, I guess. And as they leave, they have a lot to learn from one another. And as they leave, Lana says, night honey bun to the rabbit. And then Chris and Sophie say night lane. And then Max says, have a pleasant tomorrow. So I was a little bit taken aback. By the fact that Lana was not more upset that her, one, her husband turned into a vampire, and two, that now he was a bunny rabbit. And that she was just happy to just turn and walk away. Who knows how long they've been married, how long they've been together. They had a business together. She doesn't seem bothered at all. I mean, he was a twerp, right? Don't get me wrong. He was a twerp. But she just shrugs her shoulders and walks away. Arm in arm with Gustav, which was also kind of weird. But he's a gentleman. He's a European gentleman who calls women fat. Um, Okay, so they get back to the house, or we cut to the next scene. And they're talking about 
um, why was Lane visible on TV, which I actually hadn't thought of. Like, yeah, I, I hadn't thought shit. of it either. But it's okay because the writers didn't either. They just go, ah, well, Lane was really bad at being a vampire, so I'm surprised he didn't get that right either because that's how it works. Yeah. <sighs> and then they talk about the coffin and how that's a thing that Dracula does. He puts empty coffins all over the world. And it's a way to catch your your amateur vampire hunters. And so Max is not a veer, fearless vampire hunter. He's an amateur. And he should have asked... Um, the pro. The pro. He should have asked Gustav. And it would have been fine. Uh, yeah. Gustav wins this dick measuring contest. It's a little kid. Shot the, <laughs> there's not a, a whiteboard. It's like... Days I was smarter than a ten-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then Max whines, "You wouldn't have let us have any fun." To which Gustav says, "Never go into a situation with incomplete knowledge." That's what I did about Lana, and she was a true psychic. And that was a Chris, pretty, pretty good lesson. Pretty good lesson to learn. Chris says, "I wouldn't like that." How'd you like it if the girl you were dating knew what you were thinking? Ugh. And it's like, okay. And then he goes, or if the Phillies would win, which is not the same as mind reading, but he's also an idiot. And She's a psychic, a- though. She can she can predict the future. And then this is another one of the scenes where Mia Kirshner looks like she's very mad at her parents for getting her into this life. Yeah, yeah. With these, because <sighs> she knows what Chris is thinking. Because quite frankly, most women know what they're thinking. Because they're not that difficult. No, Goose. I I mean, Cleo didn't think Gustav was going to call her fat. That's true. Um, but was she surprised? You know, she might not have known, but was she surprised? I mean, considering I thought he was going to be like, "You're a little tall for me." Oh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh, when does the face thing come back for Gustav? He said it came back. Oh, yeah. So they're just sitting around eating. And he's got these two bloody scabs on his face. Not covered by anything. Just bloody scabs. And they keep getting, like, close-up shots of his face. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, this doesn't need to be here. He doesn't need to have these scrapes on his face anymore. Just lick them off. Just wipe them away get mommy on set to just uh, it's really really disgusting i can't believe you didn't notice it i try not to pay too much attention to alan eastman's directorial choices <laughs> it was really gross and completely <sighs> unnecessary and he didn't have it when he went on tv so it was there at the beginning with the little pieces of toilet paper and it was there at the end without the toilet paper but like dried blood scabs on his face what the fuck it was so gross i don't know Never let your actors do their own makeup. Maybe that's it's also wait a second. Maybe Lane was distracted by the sight of blood, and that's why he was stuttering. Oh, look at you! God, reading way too much into this TV show. Way too much into this TV show. (laughs) They didn't even think that the writers didn't think about it. Okay, so maybe you're right. That would explain the bad choice. Something would have to, uh, or not. Uh, I think that let's go with let's go with it. Let's go with it. We'll okay. never see these people again, right? Okay. Um. So yeah, not a great episode. Not a great um, one. No, 
there's one coming up. It's not next week's, but there's one coming up soon that looks like it's going to be good. Um, so next week's episode is episode 10. It is called A Little Nightmare Music. This has a woman in it that looked familiar to me, but I don't see her on the credits unless it's this Gina Wilkinson. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, Sophie looks like she's got a little bit more to do in this one, so hopefully it'll be good. And there's another another woman. Um, I'm always happy to see women have roles on television. And hope that it's not shitty. It's also a Renee Bonnier episode, not a an Alan Eastman. Yeah, so that could be good. So the last could be... the last one we had was good of his. So, um, oh yes, yes. Oh. Go ahead. Speaking of fashion, because I promised I would mention it, the shirts are available on Redbubble. I will include the link is in last week's show notes. I will include them in this week's show notes. Uh, I will warn you if you buy the cheapest variety of shirt, it is not dryable. So yeah, you gotta no tumble dry. So you gotta gotta air dry it. Air dry it. Mine is coming in the mail today as we record. I'm very excited. Andrew's wearing his. Somehow he got his his ipad to stop focusing in on the face on the shirt that is a little weird yes which continued to make me laugh um yeah that'll be great so go buy your shirt support our show support andrew actually um (laughs) red global doesn't really work that way but uh yeah (laughs) if we have a membership program it's not this but Uh, uh i don't know you should still get a shirt you should still get a shirt, walk around with Lucard's face, a la Van Gogh, on your body. Yes. And it will be funny, and you'll get to explain weird things to people. Yes. Somebody thought it was Mozart, because it's Mozart's birthday today, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It is not, and I won't get too far into the details. I was like, it's a fake Van Gogh from this old show called <laughs> Dracula the Series. <laughs> but since you didn't tell Natasha Leo to listen to our podcast, I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to. to abuse my motherly relationship with Natasha Leone. Daughterly, actually. She's my mother. She has that relationship with you. Yes. I'm not so going to abuse that. She's sitting around talking about this right now. I'm not going to abuse that. I'm not going to. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have Emily do my show on onesies. That's that's weird. No. Uh, I'm telling you, if Night Court only lasts one season, we should do the new Night Court reboot because it uh-huh. is something. In fact, I might watch some more of that today if if there's more available. Um, okay. Thank you all for listening. Uh, enjoy your week and see you next time when we watch season one, episode 10, almost halfway through Dracula the series. Uh, What's it called again? It's called A Little Nightmare Music. All right. Bye. Bye.